Hello and welcome to Tools in the Shed, a podcast powered by Cars Guide, ready to rip into car stuff that's caught our eye this week. I'm James and with me is Crafty, hey. who's been patrolling, some might say lurking, around the campgrounds of Australia. Oh yes. And Chesto, who's been logging the new car winners and losers. Morning podcast. And we'll update you on the guy who says he's not an alien, but used to be one. Um, in this week's <laughs> Must Watch. So stay with us. Speaking of lurkers. <laughs> but first of all, feedback. Uh, Carl P came out of the blocks pretty quickly after we posted the podcast mm-hmm. uh, last week on YouTube and said, I literally have nothing to say. <laughs> that was his comment. Um, nothing to now, say but too much time. So Carl P, I wondered if it was Carl Pilkington, who's actually a, a yeah, friend of Ricky Gervais and yeah. uh, what have you. And he's a funny board. guy. Yeah, yeah but we you know, we picked up a like, so yeah. you know, oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wax, you, Wax Triple Three, nice who we were calling 3-3, three, three, uh, Wax Triple Three, says, love the mockery guys, which is great. <laughs> He owns a 2018 D-Max and fancies utes. If Kia does a ute and puts the mm. V6 twin turbo petrol in it, oh, yeah. he's yep. there. He yeah. also agrees the Peugeot 508 wagon looks good and mm. hopefully get the more powerful uh, model in New Zealand as well. So Wax Triple Three is a Kiwi, which automatically makes him a great bloke. Indeed. So thank you. Yes. Thank you, Wax Triple mm. Three. Now, Hammer Rocks, good old Hammer. Oh, has Hammer. He's jumped in. The Hamwage. Uh, he's just read that the <laughs> C8 Corvette will come with a factory fitted dash cam. We were looking at dash cams uh, last week. Yep. Last says, week, yeah. look, just a matter of time before they become standard or an option from the factory. It just makes sense. I just hope they don't go f- as far as fitting black boxes, yes. is, is what he says. So that, that sort of crosses some threshold from Ooh, yeah. helpful in a court of law to observation yes. and we're yeah. tracking you tracking, kind of stuff. Yeah, but intrusive. The, there's yeah. a benefit there with a car like the Corvette too because it's so it's going to be so wild, that car, mm. that there will be lots and lots of footage of, of cars uh, and coffee files. crashes. <laughs> approaching it. It could take the cars and coffee uh, mantle from the Mustang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right, yeah oh, we're going to exactly. peel out of here. Oh, oh, whoops, <laughs> whoopsie daisy. Contact the parts department. Yeah, and, and ne- plus, on the on the positive side, you can go down that rabbit hole on YouTube with the dash cam I love footage. Oh, I mean, how yeah, cool. I love it. yeah, I mean, yeah. It's frightening. Yeah, it's it frightening. is. Oh, yeah. You find yourself trying to extend your peripheral vision beyond the edges of the screen because <laughs> right. what's going to come out of nowhere at <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, that's right. That's true. Now, oh, David Campbell simply says, love your work. Is that, uh, uh, you, is that Jimmy Barnes' son? He is a David Campbell. Look, it could just be a great mate of mine who I've known forever. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, there so, you. <laughs> so, thanks, Dave. I didn't yeah. know you knew uh, Jimmy Barnes. <laughs> get on, get on uh, you, David. Nice on no, that. No, he's a school chum, actually, before school. Oh, cool. um, we won't now, hold that against him. Good he, on you, David. Now, we've had Twigler, Twigda. Beg your pardon. Sorry. Can you guys review the base model Tesla Model 3? Oh. Uh, to which, you know, Jerry Gary56 says, I second that request. Now that the Model 3 seems to finally be here, mm. and please include the long-range Model 3, which might be more suitable for people needing a car to do long country trips. Mm-hmm. Well, we've Real responded trips. saying, stay tuned. And actually, yeah, stay tuned because very shortly you will have that in spades. Mm. So, it's in the pipeline. Uh, it's... It's a short pipeline, pipeline. short pipeline too, so stand by. So thank you very much for all of that feedback. Now, Crafty, Mm. you've been in the shadows. You've been watching watching people from the periphery (laughs) of the various campgrounds. And what have you observed? Well, just give us the clean version of what you've observed. That sounds horrifying. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> to be honest. It's uh, horrifying and yet, uh, you know, a bit yeah, enjoyable. Intriguing. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I, I, uh, 
admittedly, I haven't done a lot of camping over winter because I right. hate it, and mm-hmm. so yep. do my uh, so do my kids and my dogs and my wife, yep. my lovely wife. But through the years, I have noticed, and and even as recently as just before winter, there is a lot of rubbish. Yes. Uh, in national parks, not so much in private campsites. You know, you're going right to uh, ucamp.com and that sort of thing. Right. Because I think those people, it's a business model that you have to keep, yes. keep sort of, you know, clear of all rubbish. But national parks, the poor buggers, like rangers are running around sort of policing things, yep. making sure right. people are doing the right things. But they've also got to get all of this horrendous rubbish. That and look, and just to put oh, some context it. on this, for people that haven't, um, you know, come across the, the great crafty, he is, of course, our adventure editor. Mm-hmm. So all things off the highway, holidays, four-wheel driving, that kind of stuff. So our Lord that, of the Lurkers, correct. Yeah. So that's why <laughs> the um, the campground is falling inside his bailiwick. Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, um, and the thing is, it's not just sort of the more populated areas. You know, you'll go a little bit outside of Sydney, and you'll go to Green Patch and those sort of places. Those sort of campsites, very popular. It's not just those. I mean, you go remote area traveling. Um, I've done Simpson a bunch of times, and the amount of rubbish you find is ridiculous. It's and I'm talking about horrendous stuff. Like, take it with you, like used nappies, yeah, yeah. used toilet paper. Wow. I mean, cans, you know, yeah. you know, jagged cans that can rip a kid's feet up if they go for a run yes. out from the campsite in the, yes. in the, in the, in the desert. Um, you know, all those sorts of things. And uh, a year or two ago, I was, um, I was on my way to Cape York, and, and you're finding – crap like UDL cans Ugh. and those sort of things. And I mean, people, it's not so hard, uh, JC, just to take the stuff I with know. you. Yeah. I mean, make make a plan and take it all out with you. And okay. then everyone else gets the, you know, the pleasure of using that uh, that site for the, you know, for the it's, rest it's, of our days. I don't know. I don't want to sound too holier than now, but it, you do struggle to really comprehend what someone's thinking when they just, yeah, got, here's yeah. the can and just sort of chuck it over their shoulder. Yeah. I, I don't mind sounding holier than now. So I will say this. <laughs> if, if you're not taking your rubbish with you, you are a terrible person. Yeah, right. Yes, right. No yeah. If buts or maybes about it. But I don't know what's more offensive about that, leaving cans or drinking UDLs. Which, <laughs> how does that, where does that well, play they, out? Well, that offended me. I mean, take your own mix, for God's sakes. You know, uh, you know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, lazy you're not blending your own rocket fuel. You're not welcome. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and I mean, it's a big problem. And now the, the, the question is... Uh, how access is going to be affected. And, I mean, those are issues that are ongoing. Yes. And, I mean, they they are serious because rangers have a massive job as it is. Yes. Um, And now, you know, you're looking at that sort of – you know those those sort of problems, yeah. And you just can't sustain well, access to I'd the degree that it is at the moment. If it if it continues, I'd imagine that aside from just leaving a, a terribly unpleasant environment for other people to, to yeah. come into and camp, that there'd be environmental impacts. Absolutely, you know, where, absolutely. where certain things are just not good for plants or animals or, or whatever. No, there's no. that as well, right? Absolutely. Mm. Well, you can imagine if there's a plastic bag full of you know, use nappies and whatever else, and you got uh, any sort of native wildlife. Bacteri- oh, oh god, you know, yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. God, yeah, so yeah. so now, yeah, the more serious issue is is as you mentioned, how it impacts the environment, how mm. it impacts mm. the wildlife. All so right. not just access. I mean, the access is me being selfish because I want to go there for for years to come. Mm. So, of course. But yeah, yeah, absolutely, you are spot on. It is a danger to animals and wa- uh, and and the environment. So sort yourselves out if you're yeah. not taking your rubbish with you. Yeah, and I suppose it's always a tricky. One isn't it? Whenever you you kind of see if you if you see that behaviour, yeah. as soon as you you just put your hand up and oh, 
Excuse yeah. me. You, you know there's a chance you're going to have your head bitten off. Oh, absolutely, and it yeah. It an awkward confrontation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I suppose all we can say is everyone that, that is watching or listening to this should just do their utmost to respect the, the environment yeah, that they're camping yeah. in. Yeah. It should yeah. be self-policed. I mean, yeah, I know. Like in, yeah. you don't find that in Europe. If, you, if you're in Switzerland or somewhere, you go to campsites, they are absolutely pristine. pristine. People yeah. couldn't live with themselves if they left trash behind yeah. in a national yeah, park. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It falls into but the Australian category of this is why we can't She'll have be right. This. Someone else yeah. will tidy it up. Yeah, Crafty's probably lurking in the bushes with a plastic Maybe they're making a hasty retreat because they've seen the, the bushes rustling. Have you ever seen Crafty lurking in Switzerland? He's exceptionally neat. He's got some chocolate with him. Right, yeah, and he's on time. Because I'm, he's I'm got absolutely the, he's got on the good time. time yeah, no, yeah. Absolutely. All right, well, absolutely on time. There yeah, you go. You, rant, rant over. You rant are over. an international lurker. You, oh, yeah. You've I, I'm, I, I Customs, it's often yeah. a struggle for yeah. you. <laughs> That's absolutely. what he puts down on the occupation. Lurking. Terrific. So I think that's a really strong message uh, yeah. to send out there, Huge and hopefully developed. our listeners and viewers are already that way inclined. But um, we can I'd all like do, to think so. all do our like best. That's so. the problem. This will fall on deaf ears with our yeah. listeners because they are all the kind of good people that take their rubbish. You're with damn them. right, but if you, you know are. People who don't, please let them know. Yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, speaking of rubbish, Chester. Yes. Oh, um, oh, hello. Sorry. No, 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 no. It wasn't directed at you. Uh, just some some car brands are a bit rubbish yes. in, in the market oh, yeah. at yes, the moment. Yes, yes, they are. So, VFAX came out earlier this week. It's the month. It's the self-reported monthly take of sales in Australia. So I'll give you a very quick overview first, and we'll drill down on a couple of the ones who really stood out to me. So basically, this last month we sold eighty-three thousand odd cars. That's a that's down two point eight percent on the same month last year. Um, so basically, we're still falling, but we're not falling as, as quickly far, as we as have been in the past. So it's kind okay. of weirdly yeah. the new car market seems to be kind of mirroring the house market in the sense yeah. that it's still yeah. coming down, still coming off, but the coming off seems to be slowing down. Yeah, so right. We yeah. Should be heading yeah. For it's a, a little bottom. bit quiet. Yep. So a couple of standout performers, first and foremost, first of which is Volvo, who you point out, JC, on fire so far this year. They did 563 units last month. Again, that's not a massive amount, but it is a massive amount for them. Up 6.4 percent compared to the month last year, and 23.4 sense so yes. far this year. Which which is on the back of uh, a twenty eighteen where they had a consistent Upward trend. Upward they did not have a negative month. They were just winning all the way mm, through correct. the year. Yeah, and yeah. fed by good product, there you'd have to say XC40, XC60, no surprises are doing mm. the bulk of the. Uh, yeah, and, the and uh, a senior management refresh that has yep. poured yeah. a, a real focus yeah. onto you know, yeah, yeah, getting yeah. things moving. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Other one I'm just going to quickly shout out is Kia, who, who just seem to be going from strength to strength to strength. 4,506 units last month. That's up 2.3% both for the year and for the month compared well, to last year. So they're year. bucking yep. the trend. But they yeah. have been double green yeah. now for all some the time, Kia. Yeah. They're well, they'd direction. score another sale if, you know, Wax Triple Three ends up picking That's a twin right. turbo. <laughs> when he gets uh, his yeah. when yep. he gets that. Yep. Well, I think that, there's a couple of us that might grab one of those. One of those? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, great. they have said before that, that the, the Ute is what will be able to uh, sort of lift them to the next level. So yeah. uh, yes. their yeah. senior management's on, on record yeah. saying that as soon as that thing comes, we're going to be jumping a spot. Well, think about Toyota and Hilux, yeah. you know, how, yeah. what, a, what a proportion yeah, of their exactly. sales. And, that and can you imagine them making an ordinary Ute? I don't think so. Like they've, you know... Or Ford and Ranger, actually. I think Ranger makes up such a staggering percentage of Ford sales. So speaking of which, let's go to them first and foremost then. So in the Ford Ranger v Hilux uh, battle so far this year, this was reported by our man Tung on the site this month. So the Ford Ranger has stolen the 4x4 crown so Ah, far this month. That's interesting. Now, they they have literally edged ahead in year-to-date sales. They've done 75 more than Toyota. Wow. uh, It's a tight tussle. And 2,850 new regos in July compared to the Hilux's two. 2,517. So the Ranger is just ahead. Because it's uh, Toyota's 4x2 sales that picks Hilux, yep, Hilux up and yeah, gets it ahead yeah, of Ranger. Yeah, correct. Yeah. 
Uh, so then what else can we talk about quickly? Ah, Ram. So Ram is uh, a really fascinating, Ram. really fascinating study, Ram. So mm. there was, they basically filled a hole in the market that, that you know hadn't been filled by anyone yeah. before. Yeah. No one. A yeah. kind of suck it and see business to see how just how well it would go. Fair to say it's going very well. So Ram to date this year, 1,378 trucks in Australia. Now, critically, mm, everyone loaded, thought it was yeah. the really big trucks, the so mm. 2,500 and 3,500 no, for both no. Ram and Chev that yep. would do the business. Yeah, yeah. Not at all. So it's the Ram. 1500 that's done 1200 of their 1378 and the bulk bulk and the fact that it's one of two models yep as in the newer one is available in the states we're getting the one that was uh, pre-existing correct hasn't proved an impediment at all people are loving it and in fact we'll sell both in the end so it'll give ram a cheaper like they're doing in the states basically an entry point cheaper entry point or you can step up to the last one yep Uh, finally, I, I could talk about Chinese brands. They are doing very well in Australia still, but of course from a small base. But the one that I think we're all a bit curious about is probably Genesis, who uh-huh. yes. just launched. Yep. So G70, not massive sales. Mm. They, they shifted 15 cars in July. Now, uh, and a few I've got to take be, one sock off to count, to deal, count those. Yeah, correct. Okay. <laughs> yeah. A few of those would be dealer registrations you would have thought as well. Yeah, so yeah, yep, so, sure. anyway, so yep. 15 but, total. Now but, to put that into perspective... The Mercedes-Benz C-Class did 578. The BMW 3 Series yeah. did 253. So yeah. they're a fair way off the pace there, but yeah. it's they're starting. Yeah. I guess the one that's closest is the Alfa Romeo Giulia, which did 18. Oh, 18. wow. Okay. And Lexus's entrance are doing about 50. Okay. Yes. So they're not a million miles off the pace yeah. of that sort of second-tier level. And the A4 did about 40, I think. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And, um, Testo, you... you undertook an investigation into Audi because we'd noticed that, that Audi uh, so far this year had been yes. suffering and, and you got their perspective on, on the whole thing. Correct. Okay, so let's try and put Audi into some perspective for yep. a second. So the premium end of the market is actually on the way back up. All right. Um, so it, it had been hammered recently, but mm. led by Mercedes and to a lesser extent BMWs, BMW, they're sort of coming back. So BMW, for example, uh came up 4.5% for the month to 1,758 registrations in July, leaving their year-to-date tally down about 3.1%. Okay, so, slightly so they're down, getting close to parity. Getting closer, but month month on month, they're heading in the right direction. Mercedes crushed it. Their, their sales shot up 25.7% in wow. July wow. to 2,792 sales, but their year-to-date tally is still down 9%. Yeah. So they're okay. on the they're But on they're the getting climb. back there. Back on the rise. Correct. Wow. Now, let's contrast that with Audi. They did 858 sales in July versus 1,352 in the same month last year, meaning they're down 38.5% month on month. Year-to-date numbers are no prettier. They've done 8,056 sales so far this year, down 32.7% to this point in 2018. They're a third down. Yeah. They are one third down. Interesting you should raise a third. So their argument is that they are basically because of the WLTP changeover in Europe, yeah. their uh, deliveries have been staggeringly delayed, both the Q3, the A1 cars like that. Okay. Uh, but also that, that that process occurred at the same time they were refreshing the bulk of their range. So it's a kind of double whammy. So they insist the only thing that's keeping them down is supply. Okay. They say their the supply is down a third. If you added that third back they'd to be their where numbers, they want to be they'd okay. be about on par all in right. fact they say if they could get all the cars they wanted they'd be about on average now 
Car companies are, are hesitant to talk about future sales for obvious reasons because it can catch them out, but Audi is very bullish about it. And, mm. and I quote, by the end of the year, they will be flying. Oh, yeah. So they don't think they'll make up quite the So they're doing ground. planes as yeah, well as exactly. cars. Yeah, so I think they're partnering with I mean, Elon I've heard Musk. enough about flying cars. <laughs> Fair income. Um, so anyway, they, they reckon they're on the comeback. So okay. Audi on paper looks to be a horror story, but yep. they insist there are core reasons okay. behind it, and those yeah. reasons are in the process and of And that's, that's always the, the fundamental things that you look at um, too, really, is demand dropping off yeah. or is there some kind that's of supply right. problem? So right. obviously with Audi, that's yeah. okay. So to give you a couple of quick case studies, the A1's a prime example. They ran that car out expecting a new one. So they did run out sales, ran out of stock, yeah, and then yeah, that new car was delayed. It, yeah. it was supposed to launch early this year. It's still not here. Same with ah, Q3. Okay. supposed to launch early yeah. this year. It's still not here. Yeah. So these are the things yeah. that are kind okay. of holding them back. So watch right. this space with Audi. Yeah, and I mean, Australia, it's a market of a million and something cars, 1.1 yep. 1. 1 each, each year, new cars. So in the global scheme of things, we're a small player. Yeah, and absolutely. when you're petitioning a massive factory yeah. uh, for production, you're not necessarily exactly. priority not number one. You have the choice yeah. of, of feeding yeah. Europe or feeding yeah. us. Yeah. They, they'll feed yeah, Europe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have either of you blokes driven the Genesis? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's yeah. on the launch of the 70 What's it like? What's it uh, mate, I've said this in the review. I, I think oh, it's, I should um, probably read it. it Sorry, it, I apologise. No, I was no, at no. campsites lurking. So. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, so I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm on record with this view. It is... A to review all the images. <laughs> the 70 <laughs> especially, the ride and handling balance is, is I think, going to be just about best in class. Oh, it okay. is, it, it, they have managed to strike this balance between I, comfort I do remember, and yeah, composure you mentioned yesterday, yeah. really, really well. Okay. Mm. Uh, only thing that lets it down is that it feels um, there's a lack of sort of a wow factor in the yeah. cabin. It's got yeah. an i30 screen with i30 graphics. Yeah. If you get into a C-Class, you feel like you're in a spaceship. If you yeah. get into a G70, you feel like you're in an expensive Hyundai. So, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it yeah. is old now too. I mean, that yeah, car was yeah. supposed to launch right. um, a year or so ago. So okay. anyway, um, uh, engineering-wise, fabulous. Great engine, great ride and hand package yeah. etc it's just the fit and finish stuff that it's yeah. a bit lacking but they'll fix that yeah. you know and it's a long-term play oh absolutely yeah, it's yeah. A slow no, burn, i was one. just curious yeah, yeah no worries all right now speaking of curiosity oh yeah uh we're always curious as to what's been in our garage uh, mm. during the week so mm. um for each of you people um chesto we'll start with you for sure what, oh, geez, what really? you've been what yeah <laughs> talking talking about half I, an I mean, right, I love yeah. his voice, but boy, God, Crafty, you can duck out. No, stop, stop right there. Crafty, can I go? Yeah. Crafty, yeah, please I'll, uh, I'll let us in. know what you've been steering. Well, uh, <laughs> well uh, it's it, it's funny that I'm talking to you, JC, because I've been in the boss. Oh. I've been in the BT50 boss. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like a sort of sexed up version of the BT50. BT50 I'm quite fond of. Yep. That's a good unit. Good yep. four-wheel drive. Yep. Uh, nothing too spectacular, but nice and solid. Um, rides pretty well. That auto and uh, an engine are a pretty good combination. So that would tend to indicate that the BT50 as generally is more of a work-type truck than having more of the lifestyle-y yeah, stuff yeah, around it? I think it. so. It's, it, it's not quite as refined yeah. as things like the Ranger and the Amarok. And the, it's, it's, okay. it's pretty close. Yep. It, it rides pretty close to them, but it's but it's not quite there, which I'm I'm fine with. Yep. Um, the Boss, uh, apart from sort of uh, black thrown at it on the outside and, and gloss black styling on the inside... Uh, there's no mechanical differences okay. uh, apart from the rest of the you know the B250 range. Um, it's got sort of boss stickers down the side on the rear door, which I'm I'm never a fan of if they're done sort of uh, you know in a, in a pretty ordinary fashion. Sure. Uh, I'm I'm not real impressed with them. 
but okay. but some people may be, and, and you know, good luck yep. to them. Yeah, uh, I did receive a few dodgy looks at traffic lights. Did you more than usual? <laughs> um, That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Standard operating procedure. <laughs> because uh, well, you, because, were you, know, you in the vehicle at the traffic lights? I had no clothes on. Yeah, yeah. I had. That's right. Yeah, I was trying to wipe someone's windscreen with an old newspaper. They didn't take kindly to me, right. so, uh, which I was surprised with. Yeah. No. Um. But it's those sort of, and it is the word boss on mm, the yeah, on the side, yeah, yeah. sort of lower, sort of you know, third of the door, and it, cheesy, and it just looks like your cousin did them with a right, marker. Right. Looks a little bit cheap to me. But again, you know, uh, a lot of people like that sort of styling okay. thing. But yes. I don't think it's worth any extra bucks than, sure. than what you'd, you know, pay for a normal one. I'd, well, it's I'd the go name for a lower boss spec as well, isn't it? I struggle with rugged, yeah. you know, and yeah, rugged boss X, and rugged all of that X. stuff. Anyway, yeah. that's just me. I struggle uh, a bit with rogue. Rogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Too close and to so, home, mate. Yeah. And, so, <laughs> and someone yells out, boss, and you look for your wife or something. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. You know, you look, you look around nervously. Yeah. <laughs> but... um. Uh, other than that, I mean, we did a great, um, we did some great uh, off-roading in it, yep. um, and you know, as always, the BT fifty. Like I said, nothing, nothing spectacular. Is the, is but the, the boss great... pack a big ask on top of what you would otherwise be paying? Uh, no, just I'm glad you asked. Um, now you've put me on the spot. I'm just checking styling. I think it's a, uh, it, it, it's sort of an arbitrary upping. Just bear with me. I've got it here. I'm finding out how to use a computer right we'll now. We'll just go to the... <laughs> dun, 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 Mate, uh, should have gone to Chesto first. <laughs> your, call, your call is very important to us. A, we'll boss, be with you in a moment. The dun, boss has a drive-away dun. price of uh, of almost 56 grand. Wow, okay. Um, so, okay. That's, so that's a big ask, hey? Um, and ours had optional floor mats, which is another... Oh. It's about 140 bucks because mm. I knew I'd be getting in with my mucky boots. <laughs> so that was about... That's a little bit over 56 grand. So... Yep. Yeah, it's not. I'd I'd go for something, you know. I'd sure. go for a lower spec, couple yep. of grand cheaper. Yep. yep. Same sort of gear. I mean, no, you know, like I said, no, no mechanical difference. Mm. Um, and uh, and and as is in standard form, which mm. I say in my review, head to carsguide.com.au. Oh, hey. um, <laughs> it's a, <laughs> no no spoilers here, but 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 in standard form, the BT50 is a, gotcha. is a pretty good thing. Gotcha. So it doesn't okay. need the stickers. That's clear. Very no. good. Now, yep. Chesto, we will come yes. to your good self. Okay. So Thank <laughs> you very much, Crafty. <laughs> no worries. Uh, I have spent <laughs> some time this week in the Cooper S uh, Mini Cooper S, specifically the 60th anniversary oh, edition. Gosh. Yeah. And I got to say, it is very, very cool. In fact, painfully cool, as as Mini Coopers have always been. But Righto. I don't know if I'm just getting older, but the painfully part of that sentence really stood out to me this week because <laughs> the, the ride it just felt too hard, too brittle for for my sort of daily urban yeah, commute. It was yeah. the kind of thing that I know I'd get tired of very, very quickly. And also, uh, as readers of our uh, long term reviews will know that I have a little four legged uh, child that I cart around with me. Yeah. And so yeah. it was it was a three door, of course. And just even putting like lifting my very light dog yeah. into the back seat was yes. like, oh, this is brutal. The thought of doing that with a kid or something. Yeah. Okay. Just off, yeah. Uh, it, and off this the wasn't table. a John Cooper works or anything. No, no, just it's the Cooper, Cooper S. Cooper S. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. So um, basically, the the idea is that it takes the Cooper S is actually fairly well equipped anyway, but it, add, it adds about four grand to the purchase price. I think from memory, it's forty three nine hundred forty four thousand uh, something uh, like that. Okay. Uh, but it adds some. It does add cool stuff. So like you get the British Racing Green, which of course is of course the colour yeah. it has to be bonnet stripes. Yep. The uh, rear brake lights sort of are in a Union flag, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, which is pretty okay, cool. Well. You get the puddle lights. So basically, you get everything you could ever possibly want. There's no options to tick on it. Did the dog uh, leave any puddles? Is uh, yeah, a little. Or just <laughs> the puddle. Lights. We'll talk about that mini expect 
that email. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, I mean, look, it is still a super cool car, super fun. I love yeah. that little punchy engine. It, it, that yeah. old, that tired old saying about it feeling like it's on rails is yes. still true. Yeah. Yes. The, only yeah. down, the only downside is when you're not driving it quickly, it's a, it's a lot of practicality to sacrifice. It's a lot of comfort to sacrifice. Right. It, it, I, it's a young person slash couple's car. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm uh, probably out the other side of it. It feels yeah. like Mini is an interesting case study because it came out of the blocks sub-zero cool. You know, yeah. Everybody oh, awesome. wanted one. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, it seemed to fall into BMW syndrome where let's make lots of different yeah. derivatives yeah. and we can sell more and more of them. Yeah. And it wasn't really that kind of car. Yeah. And I think whoever in BMW has sort of realised that, reeled it back a bit, yeah. right and back. it's it's been made fresh and kept that really cool vibe yep. uh, right to this day. Do you remember so, that Mini? Was it the Mini Coupe, did they call it, with the, the backwards the, baseball and cap the soft, styling? And the soft top that? version as well. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were... <laughs> I went to Probably the launch of that, that, that car in Germany. <laughs> I remember yeah. talking to the person I was driving with, going, "What? What, what is this car for? Really trying to find it. Yeah, what's the purpose of it? So I think that was the the zenith of that whole. We've gone too far. Embrace yeah. it. Yeah. 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 So I think the Fiat is a prime example of that. That Fiat 500 mm-hmm. it is effortlessly cool. Like yeah. it, it's not. The, it, I mean, dynamically, it's not a patch on the Mini Cooper, mm. but yeah. style-wise, it's it's same got deal. that same cool, yeah. cutesy, fun factor about it. But as soon as they started trying to expand that car into other ranges, five. 500X, etc. The 500L doesn't work quite so well. It doesn't yeah. stick with what you know. Keep that. Yeah, you cool start watering strong, down you know? the spirit of the car. Don't you? Yeah. Stick to your knitting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Do they still move a lot of these things? Like, do they sell a lot of? Yeah, I think so. Especially the, if you're around and in Europe, especially, I think the 500 is the best-selling car in, in a, t- oh, yeah. a micro car. That is. Yeah, but for there it makes countries. sense because I mean, parking surely exactly is. Is, is only, tough, yeah, but over exactly. here, I mean, do the they The only make thing to say, though, you? is when you put a, a modern 500 next to its, you know, mm-hmm. uh, ancestor, yeah. it looks like a giant. Yeah, it looks like yeah, it's yeah. next to a dinky they do, toy. They you do know? like a yeah, jacked I, I might, up sort of version. I might get the number wrong here, JC. You might remember, you might remember Crafty, but I think when they relaunched the 500 here, it was a time when Australian dollar was quite strong, and they, it was 14 grand drive away, I think, wow. for the pop. Okay. I'm sure, 14K yeah. or yeah, around that know. number. Yeah. Mate, they couldn't make them fast enough. Yeah. They were yes. flying yeah. out the yes. door. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a great price for yeah. that car. Yeah. Now All right. Down. Well, I'll, I'll um, round out the garage before we draw the shutter down um, on a Panamera, a Porsche Panamera, uh, specifically the GTS and a Sport Turismo. So the Sport wow. Turismo is the wagon version. And i got to say, I find it, subjective call as always, a very handsome-looking vehicle. And, yep. in fact, the, the first Panamera suffered from the then-CEO of Porsche uh, demanding that his height should be accommodated in the back of it. Yep. He's quite a lanky guy, mm. and as a consequence, it had like the hunchback, Quasimodo hunchback yep. across the back yeah, of the yeah, roof. Yeah, suffered yeah, from this thing is unattractive. This car now <laughs> looks like an extended 911. Yep. It's got that Porsche 911 bits and pieces here that make you more excited about just walking towards it and getting in the car. Yeah. Um, it's 371 odd thousand dollars. Yes, a bargain. So it's a lot of money, and that's before you put it <laughs> just, on the road. Just has got that in his yeah, back yeah, pocket right now. Um, <laughs> you're really in the territory of an Aston Martin Rapide, yeah. a Bentley Flying Spur, yep. you know, um, a Merc AMG S63, the, the big money cars. It's 338 kilowatts, 620 newton yeah, meters. Yeah, yeah. Nought to 100k in just a bit above four seconds. So it's sort of supercar fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. one suit, seats five. Typically, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Panamera is a four seater. This one's got a little occasional seat in the back. It's the short straw for the, kind for of the seat. person yeah. you hate. Yeah. 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 So, um, but it's more like a 911 in looks and dynamics than the Pan- Panamera has ever been. Okay. Yeah. So it's a twin turbo, uh, four liter V8, which seems to be flavor of the month in Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The twin I just turbo got V8. a few too extra over there. They're 
trying to get rid of. But the Panamera used to be like, oh, kind of what, what, what is this? Is uh, this a limo? Is it a Porsche? Yeah. There's no doubt now. This GTS, it's a, it's a sporting five seat yeah. Grand Tourer. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's a GT. It, it was always devastatingly competent. Mm. Um, let down a bit by the fact that, as you say, it looked like Quasimodo on a bad day. Yeah. So now, if it looks the goods as well, it's a um, and it's yeah. a handy thing. Yeah. So it's for people who are ready to shell out that kind of money, because really, next step from there, you're up into roller territory and, yeah. and whatever. So it's that it's that halfway house towards the stratosphere. Um, so lots of money, but once what you do get is tremendous amount of features, lots of safety, and a really engaging car to drive. So one quick question: well, When do you think you lost touch with the common man? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He got in before me. I was no, going to no. say, what is it with you and posh cars? I'm JC? still right there. You know, I'm in, in a room um, with you, bloke. For yeah, a start. A I, I heard a rumor that you won't climb into anything unless it's over 350k. Uh, so, now speaking uh, about being out of touch, it's time for Muskwatch. Musky. Right, so let's get into it. First of all, <laughs> SpaceX. Mm-hmm. SpaceX has nailed its second Falcon 9 fairing catch ever. So this is when the rocket takes off. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of fairings that peel off yeah. the thing yeah. that in times past would have just been, I don't know, they go glug, glug, glug to the bottom of the ocean or whatever. Um, so SpaceX has got a system where they catch them out in the ocean. It's a boat. Yep. It used to be called um, Mr. Stephen. The boat was called okay. Mr. Steve. Yeah. It's now called Ms. Tree. Oh, okay. well, yeah, 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 yeah. Come it's got to be zany. Come on, yeah. uh, to, to, so they catch it, and they, they're able to kind of coordinate a parachute on these yeah. fairings, and yeah. they catch it in the net. saves a lot of money, yeah. and ultimately sure. it'll be reusable. So Musk tweeted, rocket fairing falling from space, higher res. So people had demanded mm. that he put up a, a yeah. different video, Shut of a higher res one. Oh. And in response, Dodge Ram owner randomly tweeted back a picture of his Dodge Ram um, battling an angel, medium res. <laughs> Into which Brady responded, "Nature is wild, bro." <laughs> Just if you watch the response chain what? on some of Elon Musk's They're tweets, great. it's fantastic. Um, also, you, oh, p- uh, listeners and readers, um, um, uh, uh, listeners and viewers, beg your pardon, yeah. might remember that Elon Musk famously said that anyone searching for autonomy in cars using LiDAR was just on a losing path. Yep. Mm. That's that's yeah. not the way to go. Yeah. Elon said at Tesla's April autonomy event that anyone relying on LiDAR is doomed. Now, the experts are saying maybe not, and this is uh, courtesy of ARS Technica, so uh, hat tip to them. LiDAR, which I understand stands for light detection and ranging, uses lasers to build a three-dimensional map of things, so what the car is seeing ahead of it. Mm. Um, And LiDAR is currently expensive, and Tesla says it's just a crutch. Waymo's using it, for example. So it's a competitive technology. Mm. Theory is that Tesla's used cameras so it could get driving assistance tech into the field quickly, so it could get ahead of the, uh, the curve, in capturing real-world data for AI-type learning. You yep. know, so they've got all of this real-world stuff. Um, but the Cornell University um, has issued a paper, so boffins at Cornell uh-huh. yeah. have issued a paper saying Too much saying spare time. Yep. What we showed in our paper is you could close the gap significantly towards autonomy by converting camera-based data into LiDAR-style point cloud type data. Yep. So really what they're saying is it's probably best as a combination of the yeah. two. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so as always, I think Elon sees things very much black and white. Yep. It's 
you're you with us or are you against us, mm. but it seems as though there could be um, a possibility of using both down the yeah. track. So okay. we'll see where that goes. So yeah. it, it is lighter that adds the bulk of the cost to an autonomous vehicle at Absolutely. the moment, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, there's another podcast, which I don't know of our name, that uh, no, does No, no, please it. don't. <laughs> <laughs> How about those swans, are you? <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> uh, that, that really drilled down on this issue for, for, for over an hour, okay, and they yeah. pretty much reached the same conclusion, okay. that the best combination is sort of yeah. cameras, which I guess in a lot of ways mimic a human eye, yeah. and, and LiDAR that does the, the things lighting. that a human yeah. eye can't. Okay. So. Yeah. Oh, no matter which way it goes, it's still proving immensely difficult. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll, yeah. we'll, we all, like all of us, we'll see how it progresses. Now, the last, the last little muskism is a return to a theme that Elon has visited occasionally. Uh, hats off to Peter Pixel, who Elon Musk is blocking people who say photographers should be credited. Uh-huh. Uh, after images that he's put uh, up on Twitter, okay? Uh, so a photographer called Richard Angle took a shot of the SpaceX launch pad from a bus and there were thunderclouds and actually a lightning strike oh, hitting wow. the ground in the background. Yeah. Spectacular shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite a wide-angle photograph. Yeah. So Elon just grabbed it and tweeted it to his 27 million followers yeah. uh, with the text, uh, Ride the Lightning. So he called it Ride yeah, the Lightning. Yeah, Fantastic. But he never credited the fo- it. No. The photo's gotten over 1,000 comments, 6,000 retweets, and 70,000 likes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So various ones came out and said, you should credit the photographer, yeah, to yeah. which you see the, the box underneath saying, Elon Musk has blocked you. Use a block. <laughs> yes. Oh, geez, uh, so okay, well. others were saying, look, an at from Elon Musk mm. is worth likes and 100%. tweet impressions, yeah. to which Angle said, there have been over 900,000 impressions, probably almost a million by now. Yeah. You think I sold any prints? Nope. 100%. Uh, so um, others mentioning the engineers and others yeah. at SpaceX that weren't credited. You know, yeah. think of all the work they put in. Yeah. I'd say that's a totally different kettle of They're fish. They're being paid, though, those people. Yeah, absolutely. They are. Yeah. Of course yeah. they are. Yeah. So, so he, the history part being that there was Edward's art had a thing called Farting Unicorn, mm. you know, yeah. which Elon liked the look of. Uh. He not only put it on Twitter, he put it into the cars. He made uh. it available in screens in Tesla cars. Uh. Without any credit or payment. And no yeah. payment. Yeah, yeah. so th- it's yeah. happened before. Overnight update, Musk has deleted the photo at the centre of the controversy and blocked Angel, uh, Angel on, uh, on Twitter. But so see, that's a potentially life-changing moment for a photographer on a bus to, yeah. to have to Absolutely. have an amazing photo yeah. and have Elon Absolutely. Musk tweet it and say, look how great James is. And yeah. here it is. Yeah. This is who did it. Yeah, that could, exactly. That could set your career, make yeah. your career. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway... It's- Sorry, sorry. No, but- I was just about to say, do you think that's sort of indicative of, of this uh, age in which we live uh, where people curate other people's uh, creativity, well, you, but they don't credit it? Like you they, think about Pinterest. They, you know, think about yeah, a, a platform yeah. like Pinterest. Yeah. That's really and that really gets about. my goat, but that's for another podcast. Yeah. You know, I know that People goat. use it. Yeah. <laughs> He's a bastard. He is a bastard. <laughs> is he silly therapy? <laughs> now, the oh, share mate. price, the share price is sitting at uh, t- uh, Tesla share price. $238.30, that's down from $241. So it, it still continues to hover in this band of around $230, uh-huh. $250, yep. something like that, which is not where it should be. It should be a lot higher. So despite a lot of um, bluff and bluster around results and production numbers and whatever, it continues to sit there, and it's really the acid test. So mm-hmm. we'll continue to watch that Absolutely. week to week. And with that, I think we have reached... The finish line. Wow. Fantastic. Thank you, Crafty. Oh, no problem. And thank you, Chester. Thank you, Jason. Can top, I go back to lurking top job, now? Top job. Yeah, and speaking of top jobs, thanks to Mr. Pritchard for his care and attention in producing the show. Thank you, Pritch. Uh, please tell others about the tools and let us know your thoughts by searching for Cars God on Facebook and Instagram using the hashtag CG Podcast 
or email us at comments at carsguide.com.au. Just really quickly, JC, I just want to compliment Pritchard on his mankini, and he wears it so it well. Does, he does. Yeah. I think he's down to like two uh, percent body he's, fat now. It's pretty, pretty impressive. <laughs> That's why he's so cold in here. <laughs> I think he's, <laughs> I think he's got the dressing gown on. <laughs> and remember, you can watch us on iTunes, uh, on YouTube. If you're an iTunes listener, please rate and review us oh, as well. Oh yeah, thank you. Until Go next on. week, farmer mate of mine found a Land Rover buried in one of his paddocks. It was a nice discovery. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. And there was a puddle of oil nearby. (laughs) Thank you all. Peru.